I am Plant on the Line in Vancouver, British Columbia at thecommentary.ca. The artist Nina Shabri joins me again. The 7th Annual Parker Art Salon kicks off on Monday, the 15th of uh, May, with a month-long exhibit at the Pendulum Gallery in downtown Vancouver. That's at 885 West Georgia, and uh, it will feature over 50 emerging and established artists showcasing a diverse range of creative output. The exhibition is entitled What Moves You? And I'll ask Nina about how uh, they came to the theme. And beginning on June 8th, the pieces in the exhibition will go up on the Waddington's website for online bidding available to buyers nationwide. 50% of the uh, auction's proceeds will go to the Beatty Luminaries Foundation's program. Also, Saturday the 10th of June at the Parker Studio Tours and Hall exhibition, will be on at 1000 Parker Street from noon to 5 p.m. It'll be a good chance to see a diverse group of people who make art at the Parker Studios and uh, buy their art. You can uh, book your visit at their website, parkerartsalon.com. Whether it's painters like Nina Shabri or David Wilson or other artists like Susie Baker, Brent Granby, Merle Somerville, and many others, there's something for most everybody's taste. The website for more on Nina Shabri is at ninashabri.com. Please uh, welcome back to the Planta on the Line program, Nina Shabri. Ms. Shabri, good morning. Good morning. Thanks for joining us. Um, the the uh, exhibit, I guess, at the Pendulum Gallery on, on Georgia, that's that's in front of the art gallery uh, next to the Hotel Georgia there. Um, it, it's entitled What Moves You? And and um, it, it features work, I guess, from 50 artists who work out of uh, the Parker Street Studios. What, what is that, the theme, what moves you? What does that mean to you? Well, you know, when you're dealing with over 50 artists, we had to think of something that could be a universal idea that would work for everyone. And because you can imagine 50 individual artists doing their own thing. Yeah. And so we had this brainstorming meeting with our council. We have a council for Park Arts Lawn, and um, and maybe some glasses of wine were involved. I'm not sure, but <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we finally we we brainstormed and we had some crazy ideas, and then finally someone it was Deanna that just came up with this brilliant "What moves you?" and uh, we loved it, and that's you know because it just speaks to everything. It just like what moves the artists, um, their, how they approach their work, what's their inspiration, what provokes, what, what's in their heart and mind, and then also then for the viewer, you know, what, how, what, how the art might move them. So it's this, it was just this brilliant idea. I was really glad that we, we came across that one instead of some of the other ideas. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so these pieces will will uh, be uh, available for viewing at that gallery, but then um, uh, for anybody, I guess, across the country, they can go to the Waddington's website later, and um, yeah. I guess they can they can then uh, buy the pieces, right? Yeah. So the pieces will be um, on auction yeah. online between uh, the basically June eighth to the seventeenth. And uh, we'll be having a reception at the Pendulum Gallery uh-huh. to that on June 8th. Um, and we're really encouraging everyone to go to the Waddington's um, auction site because actually you have to register. You have to um, 
do a little registration before you can actually put something online, like you, to, to make a bid. You have oh, to yeah. register. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a little bit of a, a little rigmarole. It's not as uh, spontaneous as just putting your name down in a silent auction. Sure. Oh, I want that piece for $500 and I'll give someone else. But um, no, you actually have to a little bit of a registration, and then once you're there, you're there, and then yeah. you can get on any one of the pieces. And it's it goes Canada-wide, too, so it's, you know, it's not just Vancouver, it's like, uh, you might be bidding against someone from Montreal or Toronto. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it's a great way for to, to, to showcase the, 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 the remarkable work that comes out of these studios are on Parker Street, right? Oh, it's amazing. It's such a range, and, you know, there's something for everyone. Um, that's the, the beauty of art because you know what what you um, what will be interesting for someone will you know be nothing for someone else. So you just it's this is such an amazing range and the sculpture as well as uh, paintings and drawings and yeah yeah so so, so various disciplines are, are showcased mm-hmm. um, at this auction but but I guess on on June tenth Saturday the tenth of June. People can uh, go to the Parker Studios um, itself and and uh, tour the place. I, I guess they, they should go to the website first, and I, they can they can book a time there. Is that right? Right. So we're going to have uh, studio tours, but you don't have to book a time. You can just come down to uh, Parker Street Studios. I see. That afternoon, so it's between noon and five, uh-huh. and um, you know the art the studios will be open for the public, and they're also um, the artists will. Um, exhibiting their work in the hallways, so you can just sashay down that hallway, and if there's a piece of art that you really like, then you can go into the studio and talk to the. I see. So it's a little different from the culture crawl. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, we um, we formed after the culture crawl because um, uh, the culture crawl is just an amazing event, but um, as an artist, you never get to see other artists' work. Right why we're out in the hall so we can, you know, talk to each other and see what other people are doing. And it's a great way of just creating a community at Parker. In terms of the various disciplines that um, that that one would see, say, if they go to the Parker Street Studios, are there more painters than, say, sculptors? Or how does it break down in terms of the various disciplines that people work in, say? Yeah, I would say it's predominantly painting. Mm. Uh, there are um, probably about um, uh, let's see, six sculptures. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and, what's and, a, and you've, you've been there from the beginning, is that right? I have been. I um, Actually, I got the idea of uh, doing this kind of a, a salon style um, in front of studios events. Um, when I, I went to Paris and I saw this exhibition, and I just loved the way it was in this warehouse, and all the artists were, had their work outside their studio. So that's basically I, I borrowed that idea, and um, it was again, you know, at Parker Street we have a great community. We have our little get-togethers, and over some glasses of wine again we. Uh, we were all sort of lamenting how we couldn't see each other during the culture call, and this mm. is how the Park Arts Lawn came to be. Mm-hmm. And, and um, what, what is it like to, to uh, I mean, it, it's one thing to say work from home, 
as a lot of people do, uh, mm-hmm. a lot of people who aren't artists say, um, as an artist, to, to work in a space like that with other artists, I mean, it, 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 does it do anything for your own creativity, for example? It's, it's amazing. I, I tried to work at home for little chunks of time when I, um, you know, would sublet my studio for uh-huh. a short while while I went away on you know, some kind of travel. And, um, and I would try to work at home for a week or two, and I would go just absolutely stir crazy. Um, but some people like working at home. But I, I, I feel like going to the studio, it's your space. There are no distractions other than just your work. Yeah. Um, and being a creative, um, uh, being in your own studio can be very isolating too, which is nice. But at the same time, it's nice knowing that you could go down the hallway to wash your brushes, and you'll bump into other artists, and you can immediately, you know, there's that conversation that will happen, and and uh, someone will say, "Well, take a look at what I'm doing right now." So it's just a very spontaneous little discussions you can have about art that you wouldn't have if you were just at home in your own garage or right. your own studio, right? So, yeah. And it, even if, you know, I can go days without talking to anyone, but just knowing that someone's down the hall, if I wanted to talk to someone, I could. Yeah. Are, are there certain rules in, in terms of, of the people that, that work out of there? I mean, uh, so, some people uh, like working at, at, at other parts of the day than, say, other people, like, you know, um, late at night or early in the morning? Oh, are, are people free to come and go as they please? It's 24-7. It's 24-7. You know, I'll be leaving the studio sometimes late at night, and I'll look up, and there's still one or two lights twinkling up above there. Someone's still there. And um, uh, it's not a live workplace. Uh-huh. You're not, and people don't live there. Yeah. But everyone has their own hours, so it's quite amazing. Um, I like getting there. I, I like working uh, sometimes early in the morning when no one's there or, you know, uh, sometimes it's late at night, too. Um, I suppose the only thing is if someone's playing really loud music and it's affecting you, you can mm. knock on their door. Yeah. And uh, But people are really good that way. Um, uh, I suppose one thing is that, you know, we don't really have... Um, jam sessions like sometimes we would want to play music um but mm, that's a little bit frowned upon uh, because it might affect someone else so i guess it's it's not really built for it's not sound soundproof I see. for live music kind of thing yeah. you know. so in all these years you haven't had people like banging on the doors <laughs> telling <laughs> yeah, someone to pipe down yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 it's pretty good i mean um i was kind of a cute story. I remember um, I used to have a, a studio right next to Tico's crew, and uh, I remember he had some kind of, I think he it was his mantra, he had some kind of music going on, and I, I teased him in the hallway. Well, then thereafter, I, he was wearing um, a headset. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, you know, people respect each other. Uh, it's, it's, it's a really great community, really. Yeah. Um, the, the art... Uh, the art world for artists especially you know there've been great challenges over in recent years not just the pandemic um but but you know living in this city i mean there's oh. a lot of challenges with uh, you know affordability and, and and the encroachment of real estate development how are you at, at at parker street able to say resist those uh 
those incursions, if you will. Yeah, well, I, I would say anyone that has a studio at Parker is a successful artist because living in this city, I'm the most probably one of the most expensive cities in the country, um, and making art uh, is, is quite something. Um, so people have to be resilient. People have to... Uh, some people have to have other jobs. Other, uh -huh. You know, I'm, I'm not sure what the status is is how many people are full-time artists. Uh -huh. I've been a full-time artist there for over 20 years. And um, I was very lucky when I first moved to this town. I, I basically got my studio at Parker right away. And uh, I teach a little uh -huh. on the side, which I love teaching anyway. But, uh, um, you know, it, you have to do what you do. It's, it's, we're, we're kind of lucky at Parker, too. Our rent has... It, you know, somewhat, it's still under market value. It's still, you know, it's, it's, it's a challenge. Uh -huh. And some of the studios have become smaller and smaller to accommodate that. You know, when people first had studios there, they were, you know, over a thousand square feet, and then they get chopped down into smaller sections to afford the, the space. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's just, it's just one of those things. You have to be creative to find a way to this crazy thing about art. Yeah. I, I was reading up about you and, and, and your your own work, Nina, has been described as, you know, um, uh, looking at nature, the beauty of nature, um, looking at the idea of impermanence as, as well as peril. Uh, I'm curious to know, these last three years of the pandemic, um, did some of these ideas, did they come into focus more clearly, say, for you as an artist? I have been thinking about uh, the environment and, and where we're at uh, through climate change for mm -hmm. years, um, years before the pandemic. But I think, um, I think that it really magnified it, for sure it did, because you're alone a lot and um, having to think about what you know where we are and and how what what can we do and uh, sometimes I feel a little what can I do so um, and sometimes just to avoid um, to deal with uh, being a little depressed on things I, I have been painting these icebergs that are crumbling apart and mm -hmm. um, disappearing but it's my way of Showing a, it's, it's my way of creating beauty, but at the same time, being mindful of what is going on in the world. And I guess art, more than, than any other kind of discourse, I think, um, allows one to think about these things in, in, in a mm -hmm. just as urgent a way, probably even more so for some people, right? Oh, yeah. It's, um, and so, I, you know, it. Everyone has their own way of, of dealing things. But, you know, if I if I could write a song, if I could be like Gordon Lightfoot, mm -hmm. I would be writing a song. And um, but yeah, it's we all deal with things in different ways. And it, I just find that I I don't want to be too preachy, but at the same time, just to be to to make some kind of an awareness to where we're at. And. Um, but again, looking at all the different kinds of art, it's just so inspiring to see 
you know, it's, we have old posters that are still parts of our hallways, and it's just, you know, I, I have a smile on my face when I see some of these posters of different people's work. Wow. Um, and um, so it's, it's humanity. It's, it's just uh, so much uh, creative output there that um, I'm just, I feel very lucky to be part of it. Indeed, and and long may it continue. I, I uh, so appreciate your time today, Nina, and and uh, we wish you all the best uh, for uh, not just the the event on on June tenth, but as well as the the uh, the gallery showing at, at the Pendulum uh, Pendulum Gallery and yeah. uh, everything else. Uh, thanks for your time today. Okay, just one more thing. Though. Yes, please. Uh, just to remind that um, half the proceeds of all the auction pieces at the Pendulum are going to the BD Luminaries. I see, yeah, the, the foundation yeah. program, yeah. Yeah, the foundation, is, and it's something that we feel strongly about because it's such a great foundation, you know, helping students that normally, you know, that have potential to go to post-secondary but can't. So it's a foundation that will... Um, to pursue their dreams in post-secondary education. Yeah, it's a it's a mar- marvelous uh, a, a marvelous program and and uh, a great way to support it. Thanks for this, yeah. Nina. Yeah, thank you. Uh, visit com for more, and of course parkerartsalon dot com for um, the what moves you exhibit. Uh, that's uh, beginning uh, uh, May fifteenth this Monday at the Pendulum Gallery in downtown Vancouver, 885 West Georgia Street, and, of course, the auction on the Waddington's website, and then the uh, Parker Studio Tours and uh, Hall Exhibition, Saturday the 10th of June, 2023, 1000 Parker Street. For that, parkerartsalon.com, again, is the website. Nina Shabri, join me on the line from here in Vancouver. I'm Joseph Plata.